Hello, hello. Today's story is called The Monster Raider by Keith Graves. It's a scary book. Is it? I mean, it's a short story because the rest is you know. Master Edgar Dreadbury found Halloween a bore. Oh, there he is in his big creepy house and he's on his big creepy chair and he's got a jack-o'-lantern next to him and he's yawning. The whole business of costumes was a miserable chore. Should he dress as a pirate? Arr! A ghost? Boom! A mummy? Mm. A zombie? Arr! A clown? Honk! A ventriloquist dummy? Sigh! Ventriloquist is a person who uses a puppet and the puppet he makes the puppet speak. He frowned and complained. They're all equally crummy. Wait, what does he say? They're all equally crummy. He doesn't like any of those ideas. You skipped a page. Nope, I didn't. I wish I could be something screamingly scary, something fanged and foul and horribly hairy. So instead of his usual costume store, Edgar entered a shop he'd not noticed before. The Emporium was dim and dark as a cell. It says the monster shop. Service, he called and banged on the bell. No one was there. I will help myself. But he found no costumes or masks on the shelf. Humph, he huffed. I've wasted my time. Then he noticed a contraption all covered with grime. Monsterator, he read. Hmm, insert one dime. Edgar's eyebrow arched. He grumbled, oh, why not? He climbed inside and dropped a coin in the slot. Then the monster raider rumbled and hissed and clanged. The monster raider flashed and clattered and banged. The transformation began as the engine noise rose. Edgar was monsterated from knees to from his knees to his nose and monsterated some more from his teeth to his toes. When the machine finally quit, Edgar crashed through the door. He banged on his chest with his fists and he roared. And now he looks like a mixed up monster. He's now, got horns yeah. and a purple head and now a, he's a monster. orange eyebrows and a, and he's got like a dinosaur tail. The sight of him frightened a gaggle of girls Eek! and startled a family a of gaggle. like a bunch of girls and startled a family of squeamish squirrels. Eek! He horrified the tall eek. He terrified the small eek. Edgar Dredbury frightened them all. He howled with laughter. What a fiendish fun. I wish Halloween would never be done. (laughs) But soon it was. Edgar was alone. There was no one to scare. Everyone had gone home. Edgar yawned. Bah, he said. I've had enough monstering. I'm ready for bed. Yawn. I'll return to the monsterator and put it in reverse. I'll turn it back into me and we'll look none the worst. But the shop was gone. It had vanished somehow. Drat, he spat. What shall I do now? Edgar stomped home by way of the wood. He growled, I suppose I'm a monster for good. At first, the butler and maid were aghast. Their fears of being eaten by Edgar soon passed. Edgar's eating a bowl of spaghetti in a dog food bowl, looks like. And this is E for Edgar. E for Edgar. Edgar grew fond of his freakish new features. He relished his role as a monstrous creature. He's scaring his butler and maid. Grr, he says when they're running away. Eek! Especially each fall when the trees dropped their leaves and darkness fell on all Hallow's Eve. Now tykes tiptoe as they trick and treat near the Dreadbury house at the end of the street.
For there beside the bubbling bog lurks a monster-rated creature, obscured by the fog. Though some may mistake it for a vampire bat, or a werewolf, a witch, or a large mutant rat, those things pale when compared to the sight of Master Edgar Dreadbury on Halloween night. There's some kids coming to trick-or-treat, and he's saying, grrr, hiding in the bushes. And now, in the back of the book, you can, um, it's kind of fun. Monster it says, me. It says, monsterate me, and it has a picture of Edgar, and a big full picture, and then there's different slivers of pages you can, it's cut up, and you can make a different head and body and... Uh, make them up, Mom. Mm-hmm. And that's the end.